This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Because if you're feeling bad, you're probably thinking bad because you've been around bad influences. So if you want to change the way you feel, you got to change the way you think. And if you want to change the way you think, you got to change those influences. Because your influences determine how you think. How you think is determining how you feel. You don't like the way you feel? Watch this. Change the way you think. Calling all radical women. It's that time again to celebrate an infinite God who declares your worth. Join Pastor Taffy Dollar, Dr. D.B. Freeman, Laura Pickett, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and special musical guests Miranda Curtis, Demita Chandler, and Todd Delaney. Register today at taffydollar.org. seated. If you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. I'm going to talk to you this morning about the heart, the gateway to life. The heart, the gateway to life. Now, we've been talking about how important it is to receive God's Word as seed, but when you have seed, it is, is equally or probably more important that you put it in the right kind of ground. You can take seed, put it in the wrong kind of ground, and it will not produce a harvest. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, and let's read verse 23 out loud together. Ready? Read being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So here, the results of the born again harvest is a result of the word of God, which the Bible calls what? Incorruptible seed. Well, what is incorruptible seed? It is seed that will always produce it is seed that will never fail. So in this system of farming, uh, where the Word of God is the seed, then the ground is the heart of a man. And so when the Word of God, which is incorruptible seed, seed that will never fail, seed that will always produce, when the Word of God is put in the ground or the heart of a man, it will produce a harvest. Now here it identifies that the Word of God, the day you got saved, the Word of God came in, it got in your heart, and it gave birth to the harvest of born again. That came 
from incorruptible seed. So without a doubt, that's, that, that's how that happened. If you didn't have the Word of God as seed going into a man's heart, then born again would not be the harvest. If you understand that, say amen. amen. Now go to Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. Acts, the book of Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. Now I believe that every promise, every finished work of God has been put inside of a seed called it called his word and it has been reserved for us not from us is not he, he didn't hide his promises in the word from us he hid his promises in the word for us you know in the natural if you were to go to the seed store and you would locate seed the pack of seeds would always have a a word on it so that you can identify the kind of seed uh, if it was just seed lying around in the barrel, you wouldn't know what you're getting. So you wouldn't know what you would be harvesting. But they take the seed, put the name of the seed, so you can go in and select specifically and precisely what you're wanting to, to grow. Well, now the Word of God is the same thing. The Word of God is seed. And the Word of God, you can read God's Word and you can pick out the type of seed you want to grow. You can find healing seed in the Bible. You can find deliverance seed in the Bible. You can find um, prosperity seed in the Bible. You can find peace seed in the Bible. When you take that word, that's like taking seed out of the feed store. So you take the word of God, you plant that word in your heart, and it will produce because the seed is incorruptible. It will never fail. Now, to me, that just sounds pretty simple, that like a farmer who wants, his desire is to, to, to harvest corn, and he has a bag of corn in the barn, then if he never takes the corn out of the barn, out of the bag, and put it in the soil, will he ever harvest corn? No. In order for him to harvest corn, he's got to take the bag of seed out of the barn, He's got to take the seed out the bag. He's got to put it in the soil that will grow it, and then he'll have harvest for corn. Our lives are structured in that same manner. That you don't, you don't have to walk around here feeling stuck where you are. If you want to see something in your life, you can grow it. Lord, have mercy. Turn to your neighbor and say, it ain't over. So if you don't like where you are, I'm showing you, you can grow it. You can grow it. You can make your way prosperous. And you can have good success. But you have to respect the system that God has chosen that will produce the life that you want. And so it's about going to the Bible getting a scripture, which is your word seed, that covers your situation, knowing with confidence that it is impossible for this word not to produce if I'm planting it in good soil. And now here's the situation, making sure that my heart is good soil to grow this seed. The problem ain't gonna never be with the healing scripture. It's never gonna be with the deliverance scripture. It's never gonna be with the prosperity scripture. The problem, if there is one, will always be with the condition of your heart.
So the condition of a man's heart is going to determine if he will ever have a successful harvest. Now, what I am getting ready to show you, ladies and gentlemen, you have complete uh, freedom of choice. You can either choose this and watch your life change or not choose it and stay the same. Are you listening to me? Now, what I'd like to do, let me read this real quick. He says, and now, uh, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. This word of grace is able to build you up. And this word of grace is able to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. So notice he said the word is able to build you up. And he said the word is able to give you the inheritance. The thing that God promised and the thing that God said is an inheritance for you, he says you get it by getting the word. You find the word, that word through the word of God, that word contains what's necessary to build you up, and that word contains the promise that you have been, been told to inherit. It's all in the word. So now think about a life aside from the word will now make you subject to producing another harvest because if your life is not attached to the word, but it is attached to other words, then you've taken the authority you have to create the life you want, and you've turned it over, it's the same system. We live in a word society, word-based society, and, and, and whatever word, words are seeds, whether they're positive or negative. So what kind of seed you allow to get into the ground of your heart is gonna determine what kind of life you're gonna have. If you understand that, say amen. amen. Now, several years ago, I, I wrote a book, I, I think, I think it's like uh, eight steps to create the life you want or something like that. It, it, and in that, I, 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 I talked about what I call the anatomy of life. And I want to use that as a base of where we're going this morning. Uh, because if you don't like your destination, you can change it. Amen. I said, if you don't like your destination, you can change it. All right. Now, so I want to go through those eight positions. It's, it's how life works. It's how life works, whether it's good or bad, it's how life works. And this first block that determines life right here, what you do at this first stage, this first stage is the stage of influence. The question at this first stage is, who or what is influencing your life? It's, it's the stage where words come through your eyes, through your ears, comes out of your mouth, What's the images you're getting here? What's the influences you're getting here? The Bible says filthy communication will corrupt good manners. So what, who are you hanging around? What you hanging around? What are you exposing your eyes to, your ears to, and what's coming out of your mouth? You know, influence is a very powerful thing. Influence is the effect or the sway to move a person or to impel a person to some action. So at this first stage, it is all about influence. Because whatever's influencing you, positively or negatively, is gonna sway or move you in the direction that you're gonna go down. So right at this first point, here's what you gotta deal with. What is going through my eyes? What's going through my ears? What's coming out of my mouth? What's influencing me? What's moving me? 
What are the images I'm getting right here? What am I hanging around? Uh, so now the influence, the influences right now that you expose yourself to will take you to the second step, the way you think. So how you think in life is based on those influences in life. Those influences in life determine how you think in life. You're not just thinking the way you think in for no reason at all. You, you're, you're not that original or smart. You're not thinking the way you're thinking for no reason at all. So however you're thinking, you, 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 there's no justification that works except you're thinking based on your influences. That's how you think. Your thinking is a program from influences that's responsible for the way you think. If you're thinking stupid, you had to be influenced by stupid to think stupid. You don't just think stupid. If you're thinking brilliantly, your influence is, is a brilliant influence. That's why you're thinking that way. Okay? So the influence determines the way you think. Now watch this. However the way you're thinking is going to determine how you feel. Now that's big. Because I hear people say, oh, I feel depressed. I got a solution. I can tell you how to resolve that. Because if you're feeling bad, you're probably thinking bad because you've been around bad influences. So if you want to change the way you feel, you got to change the way you think. And if you want to change the way you think, you got to change those influences. Because your influences determine how you think. How you think is determining how you feel. You don't like the way you feel? Watch this. Change the way you think. Now, how you feel will determine, watch this, the decisions you make. Your feelings or emotions move you into making the decision. Now, life is a series of decisions. Our life is a series of the decisions we make every single day. When you got up this morning, the first thing you had to do was make a decision. What decision? To get up. You had to make a decision where you're going to take a bath this morning or at night. You had to make a decision where you're going to put makeup on, hair units on, whatever. You got to make a decision. See, I got what you call it. They don't call it, don't call it wigs no more. It's a unit. You have, you have to decide all that. Things are not just happening automatically. Everything is happening based on a decision. Decisions, a decision is literally the open door into reality. It is where your influences, your thinkings, your feelings now come through the door into reality. Your decision. So all of a sudden, that's got to be pretty, pretty heavy. So what decisions have you made? What decisions are you making? You have more decisions to make throughout the day. Life is a series of decisions. And your emotions or the way you feel will determine the decisions you make. Now, what about the decisions you make? Once you make your decisions, it will determine your actions. See, what you do is determined by the decisions you make. Yeah, everybody has actions every day. What are your actions? Why do you act? Why do you do the things you do? Your decisions determine that. Well, I don't know why I did that. Yes, you do. 
You decided to. Golly, I'm in the bed. And who is this I'm in the bed with? And where is my clothes? How did I get in this bed? You made a decision to. Somebody said, well, I was drunk. See, you were still under an influence. That still led you to the decision. Don't blame it on, the, on, on that. You, you still made the decision. You still had to make a decision. It's no different than you being drunk and making a stupid decision than you hanging around those other influences that lead you to make some same stupid decisions. But decisions lead you to action. So how you are acting and what you do is solely based on the decisions you make. Now, your actions, ladies and gentlemen, this is not, well, that's your opinion. This is the anatomy of life, as if I would take up uh, the skeleton and show you that the anatomy of the human body, this is the anatomy of life. This is how it works. Whether you like it or not, or agree with it or not, this is how life works. Now, your actions will determine your habits. See, the interesting thing about habits you create habits, and then later on, they create you. Habits. Habits coming out of the actions and the things that you do. If you study the lives of people, you will discover there are certain habits that certain people have. Those good habits that will produce good things in your life, or maybe those bad habits that produce bad things in your life. But whatever actions you operate in will produce habits, and those habits, when you hang on to them, will begin to make you. Those habits begin to make you. They're habits of successful people. They're habits of, of, of criminals. They're habits of, 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 of addictive behavior. All of those are habits. What habits are operating in your life are also the habits that are responsible for creating who you are. Because your habits now will determine this next stage, your character. Now, the literal definition here of character, character is, before we get into doing what's right, cause right, character is literally what people and what you have come to understand about yourself. It's what people have come to, to know about you, what, what people have come to understand about you. Why? because they've been exposed to your habits and your habits have already dictated to those people who have been around you that this is your character this is who you are this is what we have come to decide that this is who you are your character now if your character is good then your character uh if your good character is doing what's right because it's right and doing it right you know, but we try to define character as if it's only good. You also have character that's bad. And so it's what people have come to know about you. It's your character. If you have good character, you'll do what's right because it's right. You'll do it right and you'll do it right even when nobody's looking. If you have bad character, you'll do what's wrong because you want to do it even though it's wrong. And you'll do different things when people are not looking. Now, watch this. Your character, the kind of character you have, and see, that's the mistake people make. They think, well, I have a lot of talent, so that'll be good. Your talent will never be able to take the place of your character. 
because your character will determine how far you can go with your talent. Your ability, your talent, your grace is limited to character. It's limited to character. I don't care how awesome you are, and I don't care how many doors open for you, eventually, if you don't straighten your character out, it will kill and bring to us a halt anything that you're working with, and you're the kind of person, it just never seems to things to work out for you. You can kind of start, but your character always sabotages what you're trying to operate in your life. And then your character, watch this, will bring you to your destination. Your character will bring you to your destination. It is where you are right now this morning. Where you are right now this morning is not a mistake. It is something that was done by design through the decisions you have made. That is so real, and that is the reality. And if you don't understand that reality, you will stay in that destination. And I am telling you today that even though you're in that destination, the first thing you got to do is admit I am here because I didn't, you know, because of the anatomy of life, I worked it just like he explained it. I know those influences. I know how I'm thinking. I know how it's affected how I feel. Uh, my feelings have determined my decisions and I've made emotional decisions. Those decisions have determined the way I act and what I do. The way I act and do now created my habit and I let my habit now create me. And then those habits created my character. And this is what I've come to know about myself and what other people have come to know about me. See, if all you do is lie, then people will come to know that you are a liar. And you will even, and you're in times of quiet, say, I don't know why I lie so much. <laughs> and then that character now will bring you to the destination. So you can see, and this is radical what I'm about to say, you can't, you can't blame the devil or you, you, you can't even give God this responsibility because he's made you a free moral agent. He's made grace available. He's made destinations of grace available. It is totally up to you. You've been given the authority to decide and to choose the path that God wants you to go. There is a way that seems right unto a man. But you know what happens? There is a path that God has also wants you to go down. But through choices, you're going to decide which path you're going to take. Now, here's the good news. If you are at a destination this morning and you don't like it, you can change it. If you're driving in a car and you take the wrong turn and you end up in a destination that was not desired, check it out. You can put the car in reverse and turn around and change your destination. And that's what I came to tell you this morning. You can change your destination. You are not stuck. You are not sentenced to be where you are for the rest of your life. You don't have to stay where you are for the rest of your life. If you don't want to, hallelujah. If you are where you are and you've been there, then maybe you like it or maybe you don't understand how you got there. But I came here this morning, calm down boy. I came here this morning to let you and the devil know that your destinations are about to change because the God of grace has an alternative that you can take and you can go down the road that has been prepared for you even from the foundations of the world. Jesus has prepared it, but you got to choose it. Somebody says, well, I'm interested. How do we do that? Well, all you got to do is, like I said last week, do a Purina Cat Child. Cha-cha-cha. All you got to do is, is, is 
Here's a destination. I don't like it. You want to change your destination? Watch this. Change your character. Want to change your character? Well, change your habits. Want to change your habits? Change your actions. Watch this now. Watch this. Want to change your actions? Change your decisions. Watch carefully. We're going to get to the root of it. You want to change your decisions? Change the way you feel. You want to change the way you feel? Change the way you think. You want to change the way you think? Change your influences. Because if you can change your influences, you can change your destination. As we approach 40 years of ministry, we want to take time to reflect on the goodness of God's grace. We could not have made it without God's love and you, our partners and friends of this ministry. As a token of our love and appreciation for your support over the years, we would like to offer you this exclusive special edition book that chronicles the ministry lives of Creflo and Taffy Dollar over the past three decades. Also included with this offer, you will receive a celebratory DVD featuring musical guests, government officials, and testimonies of some of the founding members of World Changers Church International. The highest award or acknowledgement that I have the power to bestow any individual of mayor as the city of Atlanta is what we call the Phoenix Award. Don't miss this never-before-offered limited edition, Celebration of Grace. Call the number on the screen or go online to order today. Creflo Dollar Ministries presents... Real ministry is when I can take what I have gone through and I can share it with you and hope that you can get something out of it to encourage you that if God can deliver him, then he can deliver me. And I'm telling you, the God of righteousness is at hand and he's waiting on you to believe that you are the righteousness of God. It's a high, it's it's a thrill that it it can be expected. You're definitely going to get what you need. God's definitely going to meet you here. There's an elevation, there's an upgrade, there's an advance for the people of God. How do you know we got to lay hold of it and take it by faith? For me, I mean, I'm just sitting on the edge of my chair going, I want more, I want more, I want more. Join us in Trinidad and Tobago at the Hilton Trinidad Conference Center on January 31st and in Cleveland, Ohio at the Huntington Convention Center on March 6th. Call or go online to register today. I pray that this broadcast really blessed you today. Now, I believe in the grace of giving, and I know there are many of you out there who want to support this broadcast. Rest assured that when you support Creflo Dollar Ministries financially, You are giving to help in our efforts to spread the gospel all over the world by providing spiritual and physical help to those who are hurting and in need. God bless you. Your financial donations into this ministry work all over the world to change countless lives. If you'd like to support our efforts to save the lost, you may call in or visit CreflodollarMinistries.org today. God bless you. Can't make it to service? No problem. Join our online worldwide audience. Experience the same atmosphere of praise, worship, and teaching of God's Word from any mobile or smart device via our website. It is not a blessing to go around broke, busted, and disgusted. It is not a blessing to go around sick with cancer, about to die. It is not God's will for you to die. You can leave here when you get ready to go. Praise God. That's the blessing of the Lord. Long life. Every 
mistake that you've ever made, every shortcoming that you've ever experienced. It is under the blood of Jesus. And Jesus is how God sees us. He sees us through his blood. We're excited that you've decided to stay involved as we continue our mission to flood this world with the gospel of grace and empower change in the lives of people all over the world. Thank you, partners and friends.